from the fight capital of the heavyweight division in Central Europe to boxing rings around the world, this is OTG, Heavyweights of Boxing Talk, the first official spin-off series of the On The Grind Boxing Podcast on the On The Grind Talk Radio Network. Join your host, Dino Schellick, each week as he's joined by a member of the On The Grind Boxing Team to bring you the best in heavyweight boxing talk. And now, here's Dino. Welcome to OTG Heavyweights of Boxing. This week, once again, I'm joined by my co-host, Irish Paddy Cronin. Hey Paddy, how are things in Dublin? Good Nino, weather's getting a little bit colder, days are getting a little bit shorter, but I uh, can't really complain. Right, it's also pretty freezing over here in, in Austria, but yeah, I don't mind the winter too much. Because you take vacations to sunny places in the winter. Yeah, something like that could be happening during the winter. Who knows? We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, but things are starting to, to heat up in heavyweight division. Breaking news is the press conference for Bellew versus Hay, or Hay versus Bellew, however mm-hmm. you want to say it. The fight was announced uh, shortly after last week's podcast. So, were you surprised in, um, that this fight yeah. got made? Yeah, really? I was surprised this fight got made because I uh, didn't think uh, Bellew would uh, get in there to fight David Hay because he's uh, going to get sparked out. Yeah, but uh, Bellew doesn't seem to mind the risk because he's been calling out David Hay. Yeah, but I thought he was just slobbering, but he's going to get put to sleep. He's only doing it for the money, like it's pathetic. Mm. I mean, if you judge uh, his fight against Adonis Stevenson, where he had no success whatsoever mm-hmm. and, and, and got slapped in five rounds. They get slapped. It was pathetic. And yeah, David Hay is a bigger puncher than mm-hmm. Stevenson. Much bigger, would you say, or... Oh, ridiculous. Like, there's one thing knocking out light heavyweights. It's completely another thing knocking out heavyweights. And we saw what he did to Derek Chisora at a time when Derek Chisora's chin had not been cracked. And Derek Chisora went uh, 12 rounds of Vitaly Klitschko. Hmm. Taking shots every single round. And Hellenius also. Yeah, but Hellenius, uh, you know. He, Hellenius was never really proven at a world level the same way Vitali was. Yeah, but he can punch. Mm. Right, so it's a big money fight, I guess, in, in the UK. So Eddie Hearn is probably happy that, that he'll mm. make uh, decent pay-per-view numbers. Would you say this this fight will will sell more maybe than uh, Joshua versus Molina? or? Uh, I don't know. It might do because of uh, Tony Bellew slabbering and uh, acting like he's uh, he's dangerous. Hmm. I was impressed with his punching power lately at cru- cruiserweight. So mm. yeah, of course it's 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 not going to be enough. But at least the way he took out uh, BJ Flores was kind of impressive because mm. BJ Flores is a much bigger guy than him. You know, Flores walks around 220 somewhere like that. And and he was usually pretty durable, and and Bello just took him out. And also before with Makabu, mm-hmm. he, he also took him out. So he has a little bit of momentum going. But yeah, against David Hay, uh, I just don't see him doing very well. So could it be interesting maybe if uh, Bello survives like the first four or five rounds? No, 
because I still think he's getting knocked out. Belio's just not that good, man. I, I don't know. You're 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 singing on praises, but who was he really beating that cruiserweight? I mean, Macabo was a dangerous guy. He, he beat Masternak also. Ah, man. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, of of the guys, Belio is trash. I mean, That's... of the guys recently, I'm heavyweight... sick of you trying to prop up Tony Bellew. I think it's only because uh, he's aligned with Eddie Hearn, and of course, Eddie Hearn has a well, uh, well, uh, a well-known, uh, you know, uh, affiliation with the Sauerlands, who, of course, I believe are uh, sanctioned by the Austrian Boxing Commission, if memory serves. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch. I don't know. It seems like uh, it's connecting the dots for me, mate. It would explain the fact about why you're trying to hype up Tony Bellew. No, I'm not what... trying to hype him up. I just said... You are! I'm, That's I'm... what you're doing. It's still a mismatch. It. It's a not mismatch. Standing for it. it is a mismatch. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a mismatch, definitely. I, I just gave uh, Bellew a little credit uh, for his cruiserweight run because he looked pretty bad at, at light heavyweight when he was losing to, to Cleverly and, and then got slapped by Stevenson and then to go up a division uh, north, 25 pounds, and, and then get a pretty good string of wins together was sort of impressive. But uh, physically... I'm not impressed. Yeah, he's already a little fat at cruiserweight, so this fight is going to be at heavyweight. So... You think uh, there's going to be like a catch weight, or have they said anything about that? Uh, no, uh, I don't think Bellew's in any position to be making demands anyway. Yeah, but uh, Eddie Hearn is, is the main promoter of the show, isn't he? Yeah, but David Hay is the draw. Yeah. So if uh, Eddie Hearn goes, oh, we want to have it at a catch weight, David Hay will just go, no, we're not having it done. Yeah, so you think, hey, we'll have like a big uh, weight advantage in, in the ring? Or? I don't even know. Maybe like, I'd say 20 pounds, maybe. 20? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even less. I mean, if, if he comes in at 225, something like that. Yeah, I reckon 225, but I don't think Bellew is going to be coming in much more than 200. Yeah. And if he does, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, because uh, he won't gain uh, muscle or 15 pounds of muscle muscle by uh, March, so... You won't get 15 pounds of muscle by March by eating all those pies in Goodison Park. Mm. Yeah, so he might come in at 2.5, 2.10, maybe maximum, so... Yeah, I'm thinking 2.5, mm. max. I mean, he, he should try to... Do you know two. what he should do? He should be working on his fucking leg muscles. That's what he should be doing. Yeah, he doesn't have the most developed legs, it's, it's true. Skips leg day every week. <laughs> All right, but today we had this uh, press conference, uh, which which is all over the internet right now, and yeah, they got in each other's faces, and then uh, Bellew uh, pushed him away. But David Hay once again very quick with his reactions, uh, threw a punch at the same time, mm -hmm. and and he even connected on the right cheek of Bellew, who was uh, swollen up later a little bit on the cheek. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, what what do you make of, of this? Why is, is David Hay once again so so agitated and lost control once again of himself? I don't know, it just sounds like he looks to, uh, belly on my... Uh, can't, really, can't really blame him. Belly was a clown. So, uh, you know, obviously this has worked for him before with the, with the Chisora fight. So uh, he's probably trying those tactics again. Yeah, but if you're not really... Uh, worried about a guy 
and, and he's smaller than you and you say you can finish him at any time why would you be so so angry and aggressive about the guy and why not be more relaxed to sell it to the people People like it when they're like that whole Derek Chisora thing was ridiculous. Mm. Do you not remember they had a, a, a cage between them? <laughs> they like that shit over in the UK, mate. Yeah, they definitely hyped up the fight. I mean, even my, my dad. Um, Your dad? Yeah, he heard about uh, the, the press conference and then said, Yeah, he, I want to watch that. Can you drop me a stream for that one? <laughs> was it not on TV in Austria? No, no, no it wasn't. So, um, yeah, I gave him a stream. He watched it and he was happy. But he, he probably wouldn't even have heard about the fight if there was no glass bottle incident on the press conference. Well, there you go. That, that's all you need to know. Yeah. But that wasn't at the press conference. That was at the Vitaly yeah, yeah. Klitschko, Derek Chisora post-fight press conference. Right, yeah, where, where Hay stormed the press conference. Yeah. Hmm. He didn't storm, he was just sitting there in the background. And Derek Chisora came down. Derek Chisora calls all that for what? Yeah, but Hay uh, shouted something. Finished it. Shouted hey, finished out. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very casually, with the bottle still in his hand. Yeah. Yeah, so you think it was a little bit of a calculated move by Hay? Yeah, of course it was. He knows his fight is trash. Mm. They need to take the attention away from the fight being trash. And this is a perfect way to do it. Yeah, but it's making him a lot of money with very yeah, little no. risk. But the less trash the fight looks, the more people are going to think, do you know what, we're going to buy this, we're going to buy into this, and they're going to buy pay-per-views. Hmm. Most likely. Value is an absolute mug, man. I'm <laughs> sorry, but he's a joker, man. You can see, in the, have you looked at the pictures from the presser? A uh, little bit. When they're having the scuffle, look at Eddie Hearn's face. He's <laughs> never looked happier. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Hearn looked a little relaxed in there, yeah. He had a grin on his face when they were scuffling, like... There's another one where someone gets between them and Eddie Hearn's like, so, he looks like a kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Hearn is a funny guy. Like, I, I, I don't know, I don't buy into it. Like, I know there was a little thing, but like, you know, these, these lads take punches for a living, so like, what's another punch? Hmm. Just to sell the fight could get you an extra million. Is it worth it? Yeah. But the, the, the mistake that they're making here is they're making Hay the bad guy and Baloo the good guy, but Baloo's an ass. So that's not going to work. Hmm. So you think it should it should have been the other way around? Yeah. So, so Baloo should have punched Hay? Or tried to. Yeah. Hay should have slipped it and countered and then knocked Baloo out. Mm. That would have been good. Because Hay, Hay still gets to punch Baloo, but it wasn't his fault because Baloo threw the first punch. That's right. how it should have went there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should have given uh, the, the script to Eddie Hearn. Maybe I should have had a word with him first. I'll do that next time. Mm. Yeah, actually, this uh, video, uh, I posted a, uh, a bit of the video on, on our uh, German boxing site or on our mm -hmm. Facebook group, and it's really blowing up at the moment. They do like the heavyweights in Germany, mate. Yeah, and they like David Hay, so... We they actually... do like the haymaker. What do they think of Bellew? Do they even know who he is? Uh, yes, some do, but not really. So, <laughs> uh, they might know him from the Creed movie. Yeah, that that movie wasn't too big over here, so <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. So check it out; it's actually quite good. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that.
So this fight, um, of course, leaves out Shannon Briggs. Who, who, <laughs> what a clown, another joker. Yeah, who, who would have been, uh, would you say it would have been a harder fight for David Hay than Bellew? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Briggs is probably not so easy to knock out because mm -hmm. he, he can take a punch with his big head and he is uh, 270 pounds. Mm -hmm. So he's at least very dangerous for the first two rounds. And, and he doesn't make as much money for Hay as Bellew does. Mm -hmm. So Briggs now says that he wants to sue David Hay because he had a contract uh, for a WBA a regular title fight. <laughs> But he chose to fight value. But Brick says uh, he would have made more money uh, with him. He wouldn't have. No? No, no, definitely not. And yeah, a title would have been at stake. So you, yeah. you think it's it's just a, a financial decision from him? It, oh, it's completely a financial decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sean Briggs is like 50 years old now at this stage. Like, you know, there's people aren't trying to see Hay knock out some old dude. Yeah, he goes around saying, let's go champ, let's go champ, like an idiot. But, you know, people want to see Hay knock out Bellew because, like, Bellew's a clown. Right. People know Tony Bellew is better known with non-boxing fans in the UK than Sean Briggs is. All they remember is, oh, yeah, that's that guy that Lennox Lewis knocked out like 20 years ago. That's that's Shannon Briggs, like. Yeah, but the fight had a little bit of steam behind it when when Briggs was fighting in the UK, and then yeah, those two getting in each other's faces and and talking about each other on on British television. Yeah, but it's not as much steam as Tony Pelly because he's been fighting on Sky for years, hmm. so all the general sports fans would know him because you know they would have seen his fights on Sky. <laughs> Whereas Shannon Briggs is just a guy that talks a lot of slack, smack and was knocking out bums whereas they're gonna see Belly and Hay like fucking just running their mouths now for the next year like this whole build up is gonna have like media hype around it you know people aren't like the British press ain't trying to go go out to Shannon Briggs' training camp for the entire thing mm. getting quotes about talking smack that's just not gonna happen this fight's definitely going to be brutal. A Shannon Briggs fight wouldn't be pay-per-view fight in the UK. It just wouldn't. And that's a fact. Yeah, most likely. And it probably wouldn't be on, on, on Sky. Yeah, that, so there you go. It's it's a bigger fight. It just is. Like, I, I don't like Tony Bellew, and I don't want to give him credit. But this is a bigger fight. Yeah, but nonetheless, David Haig... If he cared about the fans, he could have just... Uh... David Hay doesn't give a damn about the fans. David Hay just cares about David Hay's bank balance. Mm -hmm. It's true. So he could have done the Briggs fight easily in October or something. Yeah, he could have, but he didn't want to. He wanted to knock out Tony Bellew. After almost a year layoff. So 10, 10 months it's going to be, probably. 10 months, eh? Yeah. 10 months which future Hall of Fame trainer Shane McGuigan in his corner <laughs> yeah. you know Nino I used to say that sarcastically but Shane McGuigan is actually an excellent trainer yeah Frampton yeah I used to say it sarcastically for the longest time but he is a good trainer he's also working with, with Groves isn't he yeah and hey so hey and Groves are uh, joined again mm -hmm. in training it seems yeah. I think they still do sparring? No. No? That was just for PR purposes. 
like Andy Lee. Andy Lee was sparring with Vlad just like to give him like experience with a six foot odd southpaw. It wasn't something that they were doing regular, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably with the chin of George Groves, it's not the best idea <laughs> to spar with David Hay. <laughs> so in other news, we got uh, here Nino. Yeah. Can you explain to me why the hell is George Groves being uh, promoted by Sarahland, but he always fights on matchroom shows? <laughs> Doesn't make fucking sense to me. Wouldn't he just fucking sign up matchroom? I don't know. They got something like a witness exchange program going on. I think. <laughs> oh god! Any news on David Price? Because of course he is also promoted. Mm-hmm. Sarahland. No, sorry, no David Price news. But uh, Vladimir Klitschko is actually going to the uh, Molina fight. Joshua That's versus Molina. Is. That's gossip. <laughs> yeah, but Joshua says he's he has no problem with Klitschko watching him because <laughs> he doesn't want Klitschko watching him. <laughs> because Klitschko is most likely to going to be his uh, next opponent. So for okay. for spring. So do do you believe it? It's going to happen, Klitschko. Joshua or I don't know maybe later because Klitschko hasn't uh, fought for over a year yeah yeah, I think that's a big possibility I think uh, Vlad would do well to have a tune-up fight uh, do you remember not too long ago he used to fight three times a year like clockwork hmm. and it seemed the last like three or four years he hasn't been fighting as regular yeah that's true I mean it also comes with the age and now this loss yeah. So, I think he he did it wrong. He should have made a, a tune-up fight straight after the, the Fury loss. Or he should have had a tune-up fight when uh, Fury got injured. Yeah, and, and now there's no excuse uh, for him not fighting in December or something. Just get somebody over but there. But he got injured. Yeah, right. He was injured, you know. Big Burn told you he was injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's not good for Klitschko at the age of 40. And he's going to be 41 by the time to be out of the year, uh, of the, out of the ring for 18 months. So, uh, bad move by Klitschko. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the longer he 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 waits, uh, the lesser his chances are against uh, Anthony Joshua, who at least is fighting regularly and is still in his uh, prime, or even at, at the beginning of his prime. He has only he might not have even started his prime yet. Right. So, we got actually a fight coming up. This weekend uh, between Kubrat Pulev and Sam Peter. Oh, I didn't think that fight would happen. Yeah, but they they were looking for an easy homecoming fight for Kubrat Pulev. So well, is this fight in Bulgaria or something? Yeah, it's in Bulgaria actually. Okay. Well, I think this is a good fight. Like it looks great on paper. You got to admit. Eh. You have to admit, no. for going back to Bulgaria, it could have been someone like trash, like Beato Costa Jr. Like, let's <laughs> uh, be honest, Nino. Yeah, but you got to admit, like at least San Peter has some pedigree. Yeah, but ten Former years ago, world champion. It doesn't matter. You're selling it to the people, Nino. It's better than what you'd normally get with one of these trash homecoming fights. I mean, San Peter at this stage is is. Uh, beyond shot and yeah he's just a journeyman collecting as much money as he can going to Bulgaria it's probably not going to be very much but Nino he's undefeated in five years <laughs> yeah 
Because it's you're forgetting like... all these things that can be on mm-hmm. the poster. Former world champion, undefeated in five years. Yeah, so you're playing a little devil's advocate here, but, but... I'm telling you, like this isn't this is a good opponent for fighting in Bulgaria. You don't believe me, though. Yeah, and what about the fight itself? Not not uh, considering the circumstances. I want you to to really trash the fight. <laughs> Why do you want me to trash the fight? I'm not gonna trash the fight. Why not you trash it? Yeah, because it, it's a garbage I fight. You trash garbage fights because you're used to all those garbage fights over there in Germany, man. You should be well placed to trash this fight. Yeah. Um. Here, Nina. What happens if San Peter wins this? How are you gonna come on this show next week? <laughs> He's not going to. Yeah, but I'm just saying. What are you gonna say? If if Pulev loses this fight, if Pulev loses the fight, then yeah, I'll make it up to to the listeners. You have to apologize. Now I know Sam Peter's been out doing road work over the last year out in Las Vegas. Know that for a fact. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, Jeff, uh, aka Smooch, has told me he's seen Sam Peter out doing road work a few times. But I always thought it was strange because uh, he never had a fight lined up really until uh, October. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. But if Sam Peter be- upsets the apple cart and he reignites his career, I want you to give him the proper respect that he's due. Mm hmm. Yeah. In fact, I want you to get on the phone and call San Peter <laughs> and apologize directly. Will you do that? I'll send him some candy bars to Las Vegas. <laughs> Don't send him candy bars. He doesn't need candy bars. Send him some fruit or vegetables or some shit. Then apologize. I want you to record you calling San Peter to apologize. I'll send him <laughs> send him twenty pounds of Toblerone. <laughs> No, I just want you to apologize. I don't want you to send him any fucking candy, man. Caffeine, that's exactly what he doesn't need. Yeah. I want to hear you on the phone apologizing to okay. Peter. And I want him not to know what's going on. Yeah, okay. So he'll be all confused about why you're apologizing. Yeah, uh, but it won't happen. If Sam Peter, if Sam Peter wins this fight, what's next for him? Uh, he'll be the WBA Intercontinental Champion. Think we can get that Chris Ariola fight? Could happen, but or he could be in line so for when, some. So when Sam Peter wins this fight, he's probably gonna fight Chris Ariola. No, he's going and to fight. And the loser, and the loser can never be called Nightmare again. No, he probably do will do some sort of WBA uh, interim title shot or something like that. No, Nino. Chris somebody like that. Oh, Chris Ariola's the fight I want. Okay. Yeah, so even though Pulev is no puncher, probably he'll get stoppage since uh, yeah, since uh, Peter is, is totally shot. I mean, he looked a little slimmer. He could be in somewhere in, in the I 250s. told you he was doing road work, yeah. Nino. I told you. You didn't listen. You didn't believe me. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. He's like 250-something, maybe. Told you. What if he's 240 now? <laughs> what then? Nothing. What are you going to do then? He's still shot, so... What happens then if he comes in at 240? Still shot to pieces, so... Yeah, easy, easy fight for Kubrat Pulev. So, most likely, uh, Sam Peter will quit on a stool somewhere in the middle rounds or something like that. So, after that, he, he'll maybe retire for good, hopefully. Or he'll get passed around as a journeyman once again. So, we'll see. Passed around like a joint. <laughs> Pretty much. 
So there's also some uh, sad news. I mean, at least if, if you were a fan of the Highlander, Marcel uh, Zeller, he's a German heavyweight. I mean, probably didn't have too many fans because he's an unknown journeyman or not, not unknown. He is. I knew who he was. Yeah, some people knew who he was. He was a journeyman from uh, Germany who started out uh, his career with pretty good record, but then uh, ran into Tyson Fury. We had just his yep. second uh, pro fight at the time. And he used to wear a skirt. Right. Uh, I don't know why he wore his skirt being from Germany and calling himself I think it, Highlander. I think it, it, might have, it might have meant to have been a kilt. Yeah, yeah. He, he also called himself Highlander. So that's probably why. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he liked Scotland or I don't know. Or the movie. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. It wasn't uh, even like a proper kilt. It was like something that you put on the ground if you were having a picnic. Yeah. yeah. It was red, like. Yeah, I think we got something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he got. He got his mommy to make it into a skirt for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Yeah, so he, uh, after that, he got also knocked out by Steffen Kretschmann. You may, might remember him, German heavyweight. And after that, uh, it was pretty much over. He got knocked out of... Mark Damori. Yeah, t- 12 more times, actually, in his career. I remember, because I remember when uh, the David Hayfoyt was made, I remember looking at the record of Mark Damori and going, oh, his last fight was against Marcel Zeller. <laughs> yeah. He's got to be really competitive against David Hay. Mm-hmm. Yeah against the guy who has been knocked out 15 times in his career. So, yeah, the guy fought a lot of names. He fought Erkan Tepa, he fought Saglam, he fought Jonathan Banks, actually, Edmund Gerber. So, um, yeah, he, he got passed around. Erkan Tepa. He seemed to have some problems because he was already found a couple of weeks earlier, also in a hotel room, uh, which he trashed and flooded. What? How did he flood the hotel room? Yeah, we're turning up the water and then the in the shower and then the the sink what, probably. Was he trying to kill himself or was he just trying to wreck the hotel room? No, oh, yeah, I don't know. He, I think he tried to wreck the hotel room and and then he passed out on drugs and he was in the okay. And uh, he he went to the psychiatric hospital, yeah, and and like like uh, Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. And after that, he once again had a episode a couple, couple of days ago. Uh, trashed the hotel room once again. Flooded the hotel room once again. <laughs> Why is he flooding the hotel room? Why is dislike, he doing that? It's like his, his uh, watermark or something. <laughs> He's like the wet bandits yeah. from uh, Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. So this time he died. Most likely overdose of something. I don't know. They're still waiting for the toxicologic report. So, yeah, he was uh, 43 years old. And I just wanted to mention it because he's, he's fought a lot of guys. He has fought a lot of guys. And, yeah, I remember also watching the, the Tyson Fury fight live, I think, at the time. was some, some other card. I don't know. But, yeah, Tyson Fury still had hair. He was... He did have hair. Yeah, he was very young still. That was before he punched himself in the face as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know, it was in 2009, so long time ago. But yeah, Paddy, I think um, that brings us also to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll be coming back next week. Wrap up uh, Pula mm. versus uh, Peter. And... Pula versus Peter. And, and uh, we, you will be uh, calling Sam Peter live on the show to apologize. 
yeah, we'll see about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, if he wins, but I'll doubt that very much. I actually, like, I've never wanted Sam Peter mm. to win a fight more in my life. All right, so thanks, Betty, for Cheers, taking Dino. the time. So next week, I don't know, maybe I'll bring MCH on again. Or maybe I'll come on and we'll uh, be able to do a little bit earlier in the week next week. Yeah, or do you, or you want to join me with MCH? This imposter MCH, it's clearly not MCH, so no, I'm not I'm not being involved in your plot to pull the wool over the eyes of the OTG family. You can ask him about Lomachenko. <laughs> I can't because it's not MCH, it's just RC pretending to be MCH. <laughs> I hope the people realise that. <laughs> Okay. MCH hasn't been seen since Lomachenko beat Gary Russell Jr. Mm. Maybe he's still in a psychiatric hospital. Yeah, but who's the guy I'm chatting with on, on Facebook? It's RC pretending to be MCH. Yeah, he's also posing, uh, posting family pictures of MCH. <laughs> MCH doesn't like family pictures. Remember he went yeah. mental the picture that got posted? Mm-hmm. On the milk carton. You're, yeah. You're... <laughs> MCH hasn't been seen since Lomachenko lost to Gary Russell Jr. And that's a fact. That's you're fact. you're dealing with an imposter. All right. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll do Definitely RC trying to pretend to be MCH. Yeah, we'll see who will bring on next week. So until then, check out OTG on the social media sites and the main show on Sunday.